What's up, guys? Rachel Lindsay here, and I am teaming up with your favorite Ringer podcasters to deliver the Bravo drama and news that you've been craving on Morally Corrupt. It's the show about all things Bravo, from the housewives to summer house and everything in between. We'll be mentioning it all every week. Check it out on Spotify and TheRinger.com. This episode is brought to you by Thomas's. Thomas's presents Technique with Tom. Slicing an English muffin with a butter blade? Boulder Dash. Just pull apart with your hands and marvel in the nooks and crannies splendor. For each one is unique like a snowflake. Thomas's. Huzzah! A toast to breakfast. This episode is brought to you by Viore. I love sports. I know you do too. I also know that lots of you exercise, but if you're like me and my wife, the, the beloved sports gal, you're sick and tired of ugly, uncomfortable workout gear, especially, you know, I do a lot of walking. I walk around LA, I make calls, I listen to podcasts. Here are two words that will change everything. Viore clothing, a line of activewear that is unbelievable. The best thing about Viore is you can lounge around in it, you can work out in it, you can go outside, you can go shopping down in your local wherever, and you never feel like you're either underdressed or overdressed. You're just comfortable. You can wear it when you're training, traveling, lounging around the house. Go get yourself some of the most comfortable and versatile clothing on the planet. Here's the deal. Our listeners get 20% off their first purchase at viori.com slash Simmons. Once again, V-U-O-R-I.com slash Simmons. Welcome to Food News. I'm Juliette Littman. And I'm David Jacoby. Let's put 30 minutes on the yield clock. 30 minutes. I just wanted to let you guys know we had to do 20 minutes of warm-up because we have like 50 to 60 minutes of takes, but we just want to be consistent with our time limit. Oh, absolutely. Also, I do think people like that knowing this will not take up a lot of their time. It's just a cool 30 minutes. Oh, that's minutes. my big sell. When I tell yeah. people about food news, I'm like, do you eat food? Yes. Do you like food? Yes. We talk about that. And it's only 30 minutes. Additionally, if you listen on Spotify, you can listen in 1.2 speed. Not 1.5, 1.2. So it's not too much distortion, but mm-hmm. it speeds it up, saves you some time. Perfect for your commute. Let's start with the biggest food story of the week. The Mona Lisa was smeared with a piece of cake by a man doing a climate protest. He was dressed. <laughs> I can't with this. He was dressed as an elderly woman. He even had a handy. He had a wheelchair as a prop. Mm-hmm. He smuggled in a piece of cake. He threw it at the Mona Lisa, which is protected by bulletproof glass. And then he used his hand to smear, smear. it. And then he was promptly escorted out. And. He is potentially going to be um, charged with um, like like abusing cultural artifacts. Mm-hmm. And I just want to say shout out to France for taking this shit France so seriously. France also did mention that he was going to be psychologically evaluated. Also appreciate that. Let's yeah. look into like, the mental health to, of yeah, people. Yeah, because this, this man, uh, there's it, a lot of ways to, to protest. We, we had some during the NBA uh, playoffs, mm-hmm. <laughs> remember? A lot of different ways to protest. <laughs> However... What does this have to do with climate change? And did you hear his little speech? Like all artists, artists think about the earth. I'm like, I don't know what's the artist you need to target here. Let's go, let's go big corporations. And Frenchie yelled, think about the earth. There are people who are destroying the earth. Think about it. All artists think about the earth. This is why I did this. Think about the planet. It's not like Pratt kids. We need to save the planet. Listen, you got, you you got 15 seconds before you are tackled by security. Mm. 
say something a little bit more substantive, something a little a little more yes. punch. Call to action, perhaps. Yes. Not just yeah, yeah, think yes. about Anything. it. Anything. A call to action. That's it's a great it's a great marketing term. It's like, what do you want these people to do once once they've listened to your message? Yeah. Think? He, he's like, think about the earth. And then the artist specifically part, that one word to me, like les artistes. Yes. <laughs> so people started uh, filming this right away, which is one of the ways, one of the ways in which this has gone viral. Mm-hmm. The cake made a big splash. There's a lot of cake on this glass. It was a smear. He did a hand smear. It wasn't just a toss. There's not really video of him throwing the cake. You can catch the very end of it on on like the most prominent video online. I wish I had seen like how much did he wind up? Also, how big was the cake? Like, did he go for a funfetti? Did he, they even have that in Paris? Like, <laughs> yeah, I feel knows? like people in Paris are probably like above the, funfetti, so but this not is food in America. News, I wonder if he went to like probably the grocery store, right? And then well, I wonder, I wonder how many cake options he had and what considerations he considered. I know because I felt like the white frosting was a nice touch because it was a nice, a nice contrast to the sure. Mona Lisa's dark tones. Right. If you'd use like chocolate frosting, you wouldn't have been able to see it as clearly on our these viral videos. Boom. But one thing to consider. I'm really glad you brought this up. I love grocery stores, like love. I just, I love exploring new ones. Whenever I travel, I like to check out the local scene, high end, low end, everything in between. So when I went to Paris, which it hasn't been for several years, but Europe and Paris in particular, doesn't really have like a supermarket culture. It has like a grocery culture and like your local mm. store. And so while here in America, we are gifted with the entire sheet cake section, yeah. often a slice pre, pre, uh, Slice for you, you can take it to go. They're much more um, focused on their patisseries being being separate from their grocery. So did he go to a patisserie? Yes, he did. He must have. And also, I love the fact that he he had the wheelchair and the elderly woman. He didn't go as an elderly man, which I thought was an interesting choice. Elderly woman, and he wore a wig and had makeup so he could get access to handicap access, which is when you get the closest to the Mona Lisa. I think he also was wearing a hat, if I recall correctly, from the videos that I saw. So he went like all full on. Full disguise. Like as an as disguised yes, as you just, could imagine. Yes, yes, yes. I would have gone elderly man there, maybe a little more believable. Well, I think he was going for drama, and drama yes. he did provide. Yes, he did. I'm just glad that the uh, that the Mona Lisa is okay. By the way, it was last the subject of a protest in 2009. Like, this happens frequently, apparently. Frequently-ish, considering mm. that's only 13 years ago. So, I don't know. Did you... Did- did he think he would damage the Mona Lisa? Like, did, when he got there, it was like, oh, wait, they protect this thing. I don't know. I bet he thought he would. Because if you go for, like, the smear, like, that full-on smear, like, I don't I, know. If, I don't know. I, if, if, you went, if you went to the patisserie, and then you went to, like, the wig shop, and then you went and got the makeup, and then you put the hat on, you got the so, wheelchair, so the order you, you went through you all of those different steps, you might consider, they might protect this most famous piece of art that the history of our species. Also, Maybe Google, they might protect it. Google it. Has anyone done this before? Yes, Were they great. able to make yes, contact yes. with the canvas? Like, yes. how did it go? Yes. <laughs> uh, have you watched Lupin? Lupin? No. Oh, my God, you haven't? It's one of the most popular shows ever on Netflix. It's a French show about the um, art heist. Never heard of this. Oh, my God. Not good. only have I not seen it, I've never heard of it. Lupin. Um, I mean, that's what I thought of when I was reading the story. I'm sure I'm not alone because, as I said, it's one of the most popular shows you ever in the history about? of Netflix. Changing the Earth. Saving the world. That's think, what I thought about. Think about That's it. What you were thinking about Lupin. I was thinking about changing the earth. Well, you're better than I. And my impact on it. Let's move on. That's why I'm drinking this Diet Coke from a tin cup that I will wash later. This, no, you won't wash it yourself. You'll probably wash it out and then put it in the dishwasher or something Fair. like that. This story comes from the New York Times, but it's been everywhere. In fact, my dad called to my attention several days ago. He was concerned for me. I happen, <laughs> I happen 
hepatitis A outbreak has been linked to strawberries in the U.S. and Canada. The strawberries were sold between March 5th and April 25th, and they were sold at stores including Aldi, H-E-B, which we all know from the Spurs commercials, obviously. I will never think of H-E-B and not think about (laughs) the coyote mascot and Tim Duncan and Manu Ginobili. Obviously. Great marketing campaign. They had real call to actions at the end of those. Kroger, Safeway, Sprouts, Love Sprouts, Trader Joe's, Walmart, and Weiss Markets. Uh, I don't shop any of those. But here's an important piece of information from the Food and Drug Administration, the FDA, which we've talked about more than we ever have Mm -hmm. in the last two years. The strawberries are now past their shelf life, and people who bought them between March 5th and April 25th should throw them out, even if they froze them to eat later. This article comes to you from May 31st with an update on June 1st. And this is a a, a call to action to throw away strawberries strawberries from between March 5th and April 25th. I really hope that you do not still have mar- you strawberries. Yeah, I was thinking this is the period. information's coming a little late. Thank you very much on May 31st being like, oh, by the way, in February, you could have had some strawberries that could potentially hurt you. I mean, it is possible to freeze them. People do do that, you know, make I smoothies had, yeah, or whatever. But yeah, sure. But then like just The percentage buy- of strawberries that end up getting frozen also, that don't come pre-packaged as frozen strawberries is pretty low. Way cheaper. Like per, per strawberry, it's way cheaper to buy them frozen than to go to like your local H-E-B and buy them fresh. Um, I just have a question for the for the people. You can tweet at us or DM us, whatever. Are people sick of this downer news about like outbreaks? Other than the comedy of IWasPoisoned.com. <laughs> like, are we are people like happy to hear about this huh. stuff or are you sick of it? Like we talk about like illness all the time. And like this isn't really funny, but like I had a take, so we had to go over the story. But like, I don't know. Like doing this podcast, which which I realized from our rundown today, this is our 21st episode, which I honestly can't believe. Time flies when you're having fun Good on Food for News. Us. Hi Good five, job, buddy. Us. Anyway. 21st and the second iteration. Yeah, 2.0. Hundreds. So many, so many food outbreaks. And like, I don't know, like, is this news? Well, the thing is, they have to tell you. Like, they legally sort of have to make right. it news and have to, like, let the public know. So that's what it comes across our eyes as uh, food news journalists. However, I am sick of it. All right, noted. Mike, I hope you're noting that as well. Oh, boom. Well, back on you, Mike. He's just, I just wanted some feedback, but listeners, oh. let us know. Shall we move on? I didn't realize you're such a stern manager. Me? Yeah. I run a tight ship, yeah. I know you do. <laughs> Unlike the Mary Poppins of podcasting. <laughs> <laughs> a spoonful of sugar helps the medicine go down. <laughs> okay. Taiwanese diners who changed their name uh. to salmon for free sushi are troubled because now they can't change back. There's a lot. There's a, a lot, lot here. here. I read the entire thing just to sum it all up. Most people were able to change their name back. So here's the deal. In Taiwan, this one chain about 15 months ago, it was in March 2021. Was one of the ones with the, like the, what do they call those? Escalator? Conveyor belt sushi. Conveyor sushis? belt sushi. Boom. Who doesn't love conveyor Words. belt sushi? Yes. Never had in my life. Oh, I did in LA. It's fun. I'm excited about yeah, it. Yeah. I want to. I think a little theater in your sushi yes. experience is great. Yes. yes the man who loves Benihana. Yeah. yeah, exactly. I love <laughs> Benihana. So um, they were doing a two-day promotion where if you had the word salmon, which in Japanese, excuse me, in Chinese is gyu yu, you had those characters in your name, you would receive free all-you-can-eat sushi. It didn't even say it was for forever. It just said it was like for two days. There were 331 people who paid a fee to legally change their names to those such as Salmon Dream and Dancing Salmon. And in Taiwan, 
you're only allowed to change your name three times legally. Mm-hmm. And so people for whom this was the third name change, Which, which brings up some questions. 20 minutes. So you've already changed your name twice. Yes. And so who are these people that are changing their names so chronic easily? Chronic name changers for two days of free sushi. Also, uh, here's, here's... If I'm a chronic name... Sorry to interrupt. If I'm a chronic name changer, I know the rules. Sure. I know how many times I have less to change my name. I'm not going to do it for free sushi. My final shot. Yeah. And so as a result, Taiwan's national parliament legislature debated whether this name rule should be amended so that individuals can change their names back to prevent a future, quote, salmon chaos, close quote, incident. The the great salmon chaos. chaos They had to call call an emergency meeting. (laughs) These legislators had to be like, wait a second. We might have to we might have to reconsider everything we did. We all of all of our rules and regulations about name changing because of the salmon chaos. So I had a lot of questions. Obviously, like, why are people changing their names so much in Taiwan? Why Wh- salmon? Why salmon? I guess this this might be, like, a promotion that, it, that they didn't invent. Like, I wonder if there are some other promotions that have happened where if you have the name of, you know, a seafood item, you get some for free. Mm. Because I also read, I went back to some old, old articles, there was one person in Taiwan who decided to add a record 36 new characters to his name, including the characters for abalone, crab, and lobster. Lobster, yes. Yeah, so he covered ahead. all the, he covered all the bases. <laughs> I love this. He's like, I'll go by my middle name, George, and I'll just have this first name that covers all of the potential sushi items to get free sushi. He really, he, he was, that's 4K chess right there. Totally. So this brought up some other things for me. It must be really easy, like, and not too much bureaucracy to change your name in Taiwan because mm-hmm. I assume you had to show proof. And I guess you can get a temporary license with your new ID or temp- temporary ID, like, very quickly. Oh, yeah, you have to turn that around pretty quick. That's yeah. a good point. That's so a good point. That would never happen here in America. And then, second of all, I was wondering is there a limit on how many times you can change your name here in the United States? There is not. But I think they make it much more challenging as a result. Like, yes. to, and as long as you have, a, like, a real persuasive reason, like, marriage, divorce, being widowed, whatever, emancipation, whatever it is, you can do it. And, or, you know, not even like maybe you're just, you're changing your name because you are transitioning, whatever it is, like you can do it here, but it's much more difficult. Therefore, there's no limit. But Mm -hmm. I just, I, I I thought this was What is the fee associated and how much, how much sushi do you want to eat? I know. And so I guess What's the could, ROI here. I think you could bring a friend. So that probably you could, that, yeah. that I found interesting because changing your name to Salmon Dream and then dancing salmon and then not being able to change it back is is awful. But being like good friends with dancing salmon and getting the free sushi anyway, and then having a friend named Dancing Salmon for the rest of your life that you can make fun of for being called Dancing Salmon, that to me seems like the ideal, the ideal participant in this promotion. One participant who was not named though, Salmon Muscanic. Probably be named Salmon. <laughs> He said he went, quote, almost 15 times. That's a oh, lot. Oh, that's a lot of sushi. That's a lot. Over a two-day period. Who was period. the actor that was in the Broadway play that didn't want to be in the Broadway play anymore and said they ate too much sushi so they, they got uh, poisoning and had to go? It's like, I don't know. Oh, I think it was a Baldwin. Oh, Follow Alec? Follow Alec? Food News. No, like a Steven. Follow Food News, really? Mike Morgan. Yep. Oh, okay. Interesting. Would you, would you please do that for us, Mike? I would really appreciate Mike it. Is... See how I do that? See how I do that, Juliet? S- okay, you, sure. Great job by you. <laughs> Let's move on to another sushi story, in fact. Yes. This is interesting. This is as much a media story and also something else I recently learned from The Bachelor. Bachelorette, actually. Harry Styles admits he doesn't like sushi rolls despite releasing music for, despite releasing a song called Music for a Sushi Restaurant on his new album, Harry's Mm -hmm. House. This is like 
I was like really excited to dig into this and find out more about like what he does and doesn't like. But it was like a throwaway line in an interview that he did for some radio station doing promo for his new album. He said specifically sushi rolls. He said he's not a rolls guy. So maybe he's likes all other items that come by on the on the conveyor belt. But so, maybe it's just the rolls he doesn't like. Very confused by this. Something I learned from The Bachelorette last season. You didn't watch Katie's season, no, did you? Too much basketball. It was terrible. It was last spring. I actually had a dream that I was like trashing Katie on a group text and she was actually on the group text. And then I was like, fuck. And I pretended that I knew she was there. Anyway. Cool story. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> Katie had a challenge where the guys had to like do arts and crafts for her and like paint something. Mm -hmm. And one of them did like a joke about sushi. And he was like, Katie loves sushi and so do I. But it turned out that sushi is actually like a sexual thing, which I didn't know until I saw this on The Bachelorette. Oh, I didn't know that either. <laughs> yeah. So I was wondering if, if that's actually... Oh, I think the same thing happened to me with, I think it's a Harry Styles song, Watermelon Sugar High. Yeah. Yeah. Yes. I had no idea. I was like, what is this song about? Watermelon Sugar? What is this? I have no idea. And I do like bits about it. And then like the other people on the show I was on were like, uh, dude. It's like a sexual yeah, thing. Very yeah. sexual, gross thing. You should probably stop talking about it. I think that this is probably a sexual thing too. <laughs> and his like, his thing is doing these food names that are actually sexual. So I think that song starts with it, it kissing you as like strawberries on a summer evening. I'm like, what is this fruit song? <laughs> and I, so I do what I do. I take this this show very seriously and I prep yeah. for it. So I listen to this stupid song, not even music for a sushi restaurant. When I heard that, I was like, I know. But I, I think of like a low tone chill house, like, like a Saint Germain. Sake. Yeah, like yeah. a Saint Germain kind of like <laughs> no lyrics, but like chill vibes. And then I listen to the song. I was like, this is like a rock and roll pop song. Come on, Harry. Yeah. This is a very inappropriately titled. And I was like, maybe he's says something about sushi in the chorus. So I had to listen to like a minute and a half of this trash. Yeah, I mean, right now I'm just looking at the very first line on songmeaningsandfacts.com. And it says... Wait, we have to add that. We have to add that to the, uh, to the lexicon here. To the yeah. check on yeah, that. Yeah, yeah. It basically says that uh, it's like he's captivated by the sexiness of the person he's talking to. So it, Okay. So I'm pretty sure it's a sexual So now thing. he's going on sushi dates... Yeah. That he doesn't even like sushi. That's a real sacrifice. I think, yeah, I just think that um, there's a different kind of sushi he's referring to. For more Harry Styles information, please follow up on Juliet's social, where she posted one of the best clips I've ever seen from a podcast. <laughs> what was it? There's someone dated Harry Styles, remember? Oh, yeah. Yes. Kate, yeah. 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 Kate, check it out on the Ringer YouTube page. page. She went on a crazy date with Harry Styles. Mike, do we have an update? We do. It was Jeremy Piven. Oh! Oh, oh, Jerry Piven. Yes. He didn't want to be in this Broadway play. I and he, like, he hated the production. And he was like, I have lead poisoning because I've been eating sushi uh, morning, morning, midday, and night. It was a great excuse. Oh, a great excuse. And there's like not a single human being that believed him. I hope he's healthy. Sorry, Jeremy. Incredible stuff. We're moving on to what I hope is the most disgusting story of the oh, summer. Oh, my God. If there's anything more gross than this, I can't handle it. Oh, my personal food newsletter is close. Okay. I'm not looking forward to that then. Um, <laughs> Cool. <laughs> a truck in Pennsylvania crashed. Oh god. In this crush, this crush, this track, this Wolf? truck. <laughs> Professional speaker. Truck and crashed were going together in my head. Yep. I couldn't separate them. A truck crashed and it, it had fifteen thousand pounds of pink hot dog filling inside of it. And the the filling, the supposed meat, 
spilled cool. all over the ground. And they put a picture in the There's article. Like it should have several it's, pictures I on Facebook. I feel like the picture should have started blurry and you have to click on it to see it. That's yeah. how gross it it's is. It's so offensive. It is That's just a great point. wild. I was when I was I couldn't get it out of my head. I when this came on the rundown, I sent the food news group text a zoomed in picture of it. I was just so like shocked by it. It's, it's, it is gross. It is so disgusting that honestly I don't think I can have a hot dog again. I'm sorry. I oh. can't. Oh, I'll have a hot dog right I now. I can't. I I had already kind of been turning on them. I was like, oh, this is kind of gross. It, this is mm. so disgusting. I cannot. I will never forget it. It kind of looks like a child's like parachute, you know, those colorful things that they play oh, with yeah, like in yeah, nursery yeah. school. Of and, course. Like, yeah, get inside. Over it. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. It looks like a parachute has been like just completely like just buried under some kind of disgusting processed flesh. It is so fucking gross it's so gross and then what they, they go into detail in the article about like they had, they had to shut down the highway to clean it to clean it so up imagine you're just like you know you, you don't know you work for like the cleaning people the department, department of, of sanitation. sanitation yeah and you're just like you get the call and they're like there's a truck accident you have to come clean it and you get there and it's what is it, 150,000 pounds 15,000 15,000 pounds That's still so much think about that that is a seven and a half tons of hot dog filling it's so gross also this these photos were posted on Facebook by the fire department. Just be very careful if you're going to search Straver, out these photos. Central Fire Department. If you like hot dogs, don't look don't at do these. it. Yeah, don't do it. Um, imagine becoming a firefighter, thinking you're going to like save lives, save people in need, help revive people, like be an EMT, yeah. all these services, and you're fucking cleaning this shit off. I'm, well, imagine the you're a truck driver and like you're you're safe because no one was hurt in this. And also, you just like look around, you're just like, oh my God, what what did I just do? No one was hurt, but the driver is like a, being investigated because the truck lacked all of its brakes. And so now he's being investigated. Mm. Wait, so, wait, wait, wait. I missed that last part. The truck that had 15,000 pounds of cargo lacked brakes. Yes, that's correct. That's huh. why that's why it couldn't that's why it crashed, couldn't break. Huh. Another, no breaks. another fact I learned from Memorial Day to Labor Day, according to this local ABC7 News, 10 minutes. Between those two holidays, an estimated 818 hot dogs are consumed every second. I don't believe it. That can't be it true. It just can't be true. There's no way. Every second? There's just no way. In the middle of the night? I know. I, I can't believe it. That's just not true. Gross. That's not true. Ugh, this is so gross. Go- but still, I swear to God, Julia, if I had a grill, Mm-hmm. And it was on, mm-hmm. and I toasted a bun, mm-hmm. and I got you a fresh hot dog. And I, I don't and I think you, I could it. give you anything you want on top of it. You would eat it right now. I don't think so. It, I, you would eat it so right gross. now. The smell of it would be so nice. Those burn marks on it. No, I like hot dogs. I don't love them. Okay, and so it's not a huge loss for me. I'd be like, how about some kielbasa? How about a burger? Like, mm, I'd much rather go hot dog than kielbasa. Not I. I. I think I'm off hot dogs. This is the most disgusting thing yeah, I've please, ever seen. Please, if you enjoy hot dogs, do not don't, look at these don't pictures. Don't look. Don't look for it. Do not look at these pictures. This episode is brought to you by Viore. I love sports. I know you do too. I also know that lots of you exercise, but if you're like me and my wife, the the beloved sports gal. You're sick and tired of ugly, uncomfortable workout gear, especially, you know, I do a lot of walking. I walk around LA, I make calls, I listen to podcasts. Here are two words that will change everything. Viore clothing, a line of activewear that is unbelievable. The best thing about Viore is you can lounge around in it, you can work out in it, you can go outside, you can go shopping down in your local wherever, and you never feel like you're either underdressed or overdressed. You're just comfortable. You can wear it when you're training, traveling, lounging around the house. 
Go get yourself some of the most comfortable and versatile clothing on the planet. Here's the deal. Our listeners get 20% off their first purchase at viore.com slash Simmons. Once again, V-U-O-R-I.com slash Simmons. This episode is brought to you by 7-Eleven. Cold slurpy drinks and a hot summer day are a match made in heaven and your favorite refreshment just got even better. Let's talk about 7-Eleven's $1 small slurpy drink with seven rewards. It's the classic frozen fizzy treat you can't get anywhere else. I'm a blue raspberry guy. Just know that about me. Know that I'm going to be going forward. Anytime there's a drink like this, I'm in on the blue raspberry. If you're feeling thirsty, feeling thirsty right now, how about going to visit a 7-Eleven valid through 1725? 7-Eleven has the right to end this promotion early, plus tax, participating U.S. stores. See app for full terms. All rights reserved. This episode is brought to you by Thomas's. Thomas's presents Technique with Tom. Slicing an English muffin with a butter blade? Boulder Dash. Just pull apart with your hands and marvel in the nooks and crannies splendor. For each one is unique like a snowflake. Thomas's. Huzzah! A toast to breakfast. Should we move on to today's taste test? Going on a flight. We're going on a flight, people. Today, we are tasting three, maybe four, <laughs> kinds of Pringles from the collaboration with Hot Ones, the web series you probably know. It's very popular. Very been around popular. for a while. Um, and Shout I've, to Complex. Shout to Sean Evans. I've noticed that Pringles is just doing a lot of like rebranding. First of all, I feel the mustache on Mr. Pringle has become really Very prominent. Very aggressive. Great really point. prominent. Great Was point. it always it's like this? 70% of his face is mustache. Also, like, mustache Great doesn't, call. doesn't say chips to no, me. No, it no. Says, it says crumbs in the mustache. That's what it says to <laughs> yeah, me. Yeah, it's These like are partic- particularly crummy chips, and I know that because my kids like them, and they're all over the car. Yeah, and I like them, too, but I'm nervous. So there's three flavors. I'm nervous because I watch this show, and they, this stuff is always really, really hot. Yeah, and, so, and the guests, like, cry and, and, and snort and stuff, and I feel like I'm about to do that. So there's three flavors here. There's the Los Calientes Verdes, the punchy, mm. smoky blend of Serrano and habanero chili, sweet fruit and tart tamotillo packed in one crispy bite. Oh, wait, hold on. Let's just eat each one. I'll eat okay. each one while you read. We'll go back and forth. That'll be more efficient. Okay, well, you try that I'll one start first. That one. All right, so what, I, am I, what am I in for here? You're having Los Calientes Verde. And I will say, I love a salsa verde, so I'm partial salsa verde. to this green. Sometimes salsa verde, it's like, oh, this is the chill one. No big no, deal, it's mild. No, and then no, sometimes no. you're like, whoa, this is completely different. Wow, it has a very... It has a very um, present dusting of flavor sauce, mm. flavor powder. Great smell. <laughs> Great smell to begin with. Oh, this is too hot for me already. No. Oh, yeah, you don't like hot. It's hard for me. This, I'm going to say this isn't even hot. Oh, it, my it God. Is, is, <laughs> Juliet's losing the, the face that she's making right now for it the podcast audience <laughs> is just help. You're going to, I'll read, you eat. That's the face that you're making right now. My my tongue issues are severe anyway. Like I have like, my tongue is messed up from medication I had to take three years ago. So I'm really sensitive. Oh, wow. I should, you don't, you don't want to move on, do you? I do. All I, right, great. I like a challenge. That was, I mean, was that even good though? Like my tongue is burns now. Like I don't know. I, I enjoyed that flavoring I, I like spicy chips i don't know if i can, will be able to taste everything else because like my mouth is burned from this one and i thought let's go to, to classic your, hot to sauce. your point about the verde i thought this would be more mild because it was verde <laughs> it is not mild it is really mild just for any normal person i really don't think it is serious tongue issues that is not that hot <laughs> 
Okay, the next one we have is classic. It looks like um Hot Chips have had like a nice decade run. I wouldn't know. Um <laughs> Jacoby, what's the name of this? This is the classic hot sauce. No, the name of the hot sauce that it's like trying to look like. It's not is it Tapatio? No. It... I can't call it. I don't know exactly what that oh, one is. I think if he's a Cholula, hot sauce. Maybe? Yeah, Cholula. It's Cholula. Yeah, I love Cholula. This Cholula also, and Tapatio are two of my favorite hot sauces. This sauce. is also very heavily dusted. Um, with I have a orange strong powder. anti-Tabasco move. I'm not it's a hot sauce person. I, I, I just <laughs> I can't handle it. <laughs> one time, Jacoby and I did a flight of hot sauces on Food News 1.0. And we did five hot sauces. I don't know where I got them, but it was like in a little package. Wesley Morris was visiting this yeah, day yeah. for whatever reason. And... One of them was so hot that I literally started crying. And you and I just like was freaking out. I think you can still find the clip on YouTube. I was legitimately crying. It was so intense. And um, I don't, I have no idea when Hot One started, uh, the the Complex series. But I've always felt that perhaps they got some inspiration. I love this take. From that moment. I love this take. <laughs> that at Grantland 2013, someone from like the Complex <laughs> Web Development content department was like look at this chick cry eating a, a, a hot sauce drop you know what eureka eureka there's the idea there's our billion dollar franchise of the future okay you go first and tell me if it's hotter or less hot than the verde mm. you oh. like it am i gonna have a hard time with this my mouth is finally cooled any down. normal human being <laughs> okay. would not have a hard time with that is less hot than the verde Told you, crummy chips mm. all over the floor now. You can deal with that, right? Yeah. It stings a little bit, but yeah. That one's dealable. All right. Okay, now we're that, going one, to, that one's good. I like it. This one's called Los Calientes Rojo, which translates to the hot ones, red. <laughs> so I'm going to say this is going to be hotter than the verde. I'm really nervous. It's the perfect balance of sweet applewood smoked rod, red jalapenos and tangy habanero for a fiery blaze in every bite. Okay. How is it? I don't know yet. I'm nervous. I don't know if I can do it. We're freaking out. I know. This is like a, this is, I don't like hot sauce to begin with, and I now have this unique challenge. Smell, smell this one. You will not enjoy this. It smells good. Okay, give it a shot. I have a, the smallest piece Com possible. Commit to the bit. Commit to the bit. I didn't warn you well enough for this one. Oh. <laughs> now she's got the water. All right, I'm doing this crazy one. Read about the last dab. Do they it have a write-up? Okay. The last one, it's called the dab triple X. Oh, God. I don't like this kind of challenge food stuff. My mouth is so on fire <laughs> from the Los Colandes Road. I can barely I was, raid. I, that, was a, that was a bad friend move from David Jacoby there. That was bad friending. I apologize. I'll make it up to you somehow, some way over time. I need to, like, cut my tongue out of my mouth. <laughs> <laughs> okay, the Pringles Scorching Hot Ones Last Dab Crisps are not dangerous to eat. It's always a good start. <laughs> but, but oh, okay. <laughs> Pringles does not recommend you eat them if you are sensitive to spicy foods, allergic to peppers, nightshades, or capsaicin. Nightshades. Or are pregnant or have any medical conditions. Well, I mean, who knows about Okay. I'm really sorry to slurp. My tongue is still <laughs> so badly on fire. Wait. All right, I'm doing it. It says to keep these out of the reach of children. I'm really nervous for you. How is it? Oh, that one tastes different. It got, it... It's got a different thing. Okay, I, I feel really bad for you, but I also still feel really bad for me. <laughs> you don't feel bad for me at all. You're just saying that into a microphone. That one's you're not that bad. You're completely fine. Yeah, I'm fine. I like spicy food. Wow. I don't... Maybe you should ooh, go... Ooh. ooh, the aftertaste. Oh, no, it got a little, a little stuck in the you're throat. You're getting a little sweaty, too. Oh, wow. 
Okay. Okay. Do you are you okay? Do you can we move on? <sighs> that one had a little bite, a little after bite. This is hot. There's a reason it lives up to its name. <laughs> there's a reason it comes in a tiny can. There's only about four of them, and they want you to keep it away from children, and you can't eat them if you're pregnant. There's a reason. Scary. Oh, I'm going to going to the towel. Oh my god, you're so sweaty. You got a towel. I'm a very sweaty person, though. I mean, it's also it's summer here in New York. It's arrived. Um, oh god. Wow. 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 Shout to hot ones. These are my mouth is still like on fire. I cannot have hot food. So I just want anyone listening to this. Julian is a non-spicy person. Yeah. And we went on a spicy flight. I would say if you are someone who enjoys spicy foods like myself, you'll enjoy all Two three of these flavors. Minutes. The hot sauce with well, a classic is probably fine for everyone. Yeah, exactly. And and the bear day I thought had a really nice, different sort of a taste, not just heat. The last dab, just don't do it to yourself. It's like every time you go to get wings, they're like, would you like mild, medium, hot, or we're probably gonna be hospitalized? Like there's always that like one, like nuclear or whatever. It's like, no, I don't no, I don't want the nuclear one. I just Asi- want hot. Aside from the spiciness, how do you do with the dirty hands of wings? Oh, you'll never believe this. I have a very unique, unique um approach to this. I use a fucking napkin. What do you do? <laughs> what do you mean? What how do you deal with the the the, the, the wings? I've got a fucking napkin. It's a major disincentive for me. I don't want the super messy hands. Okay. <laughs> Just, I'll get you a napkin. It wasn't a practical question. It was an emotional question. Okay. Friend, oh, it was an emotional question. As a friend, I'm trying to understand your habits and your patterns. I'm not there for every meal, Jacoby, only when I'm lucky. And, you know, I don't think we've had wings together because I don't like spicy foods. So I was trying to understand you a little bit more. I'm sorry for trying to get to know you. Napkins is the answer. <laughs> what naps or just a napkin? Maybe you go regular napkins and you finish up Mariano. The Mariano to finish when you're done with the wings is the two wet naps. Because wet naps are very small. Enter <laughs> Sandman, two wet naps. <laughs> yes, exactly. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> exactly. I'm sure that's also sexual somehow, but I don't want to talk about it. Enter Sandman. <laughs> Let's move on. Oh, God, too gross. Okay. Well, let's move on to personal food news. Oh, God. I can't remember seconds. if this was last week or two weeks ago when I was like, I need to spend some time reconsidering the food on the plane. Remember that? Oh, oh yeah. So I've, I've, oh, you have to follow up. Oh, yeah. nice. I've been thinking that was about at the it. end of the pod. I thought that was one of the craziest things you've ever said. <laughs> Until you asked me how I deal with the sauce on my hands when I eat wings. Sorry that I like Wait, to know my friends. What was the answer going to be? I go to the bathroom after every bite and wash my hands? Like, what, what else would I do? Some answers should be like, you know, I don't like it, but I find them so delicious that I eat them anyway. Or, yeah, it really bothers me. Or, knife I don't fork. care. Or, I'm a freak and I use a knife and fork. Yeah, like, there's plenty of answers, okay. sir. Okay. Here's the thing about the bagels that was so galling. It was the quantity mm-hmm. and the freshness. And so... If you are asked by your cousin to bring food for a bar mitzvah, or you're in Los Angeles and you want to bring portos to your family in New York, I think you have to counter. You have to say, I really want to be a part of this. Thanks for thinking of me. I'm excited about this occasion as well. But have you considered X? Yes. And I will I will solve this problem for you. They're in the city of Atlanta, where yeah. there are wait, I don't know, a million and a half people probably. There's probably one good bagel shop. Yes, I've heard there is, to be honest. And there's definitely Jews there. So you know there's at least a couple good bagels. Yes, like decent, yes. halfway decent. And I think a halfway decent fresh bagel is probably preferable to a 36 I bought hour this, yeah, old. I bought this two days ago. It went and on a plane. Who knows? Different cabin pressure. Yeah, like my things feet like that. are bigger so, when I get off a plane. So a bagel probably is affected as well. So, you know, I, I stand I stand by the horror of bringing 116 bagels when you've been shorted by your local bagel shop by four bagels onto a plane. 
the Portos thing, I looked into it. Portos ships nationwide. Portos oh. gives you what you need so that you're able to bake it at home. And I, I, I also, on Cape Cod, there's a bagel place where their thing is boiled in New York, baked on Cape Cod. There's a lot of ways to mm. replicate these mm. regional delicacies that I just want people to consider before they use up their carry-on or, in Mike's cha- case, checked baggage for food that could be better appropriated. So you've thought about this for two weeks. And I haven't changed my mind. Come back, you've come back after two weeks of reflection. You've meditated on this for two weeks. You come back and be like, guess what? I'm right. I that's that's, that's my basically mind. your take. It's like, I'm right. I like it. I, was open, I appreciate the follow-up. I was open to being wrong, but in this situation, I am You are not. correct. Great job by you, Julia. <laughs> Thank you so much. I'm happy much. for you. Jacoby, it's your turn. We don't have We're in any overtime. time left. We're in overtime, so I'll go quickly. Um, I like raw oysters. I enjoy them very much. I went to a PJ Clark's after the circus, and I was with my children. And my son likes Pause. to order- Which one? 60th Street? PJ Clark's? Is that the only one? No, no. Oh, the one near you. No. Um, the one near the circus, Lincoln Center, like the original. Yeah, that's, uh, that's what I consider the original. No, it's not the original though. But that is like 60th Street. Okay. Yeah. But there is also one near you. That's yes, great. there is one near is me. Is it reopened? But it's in a mall. Yes. It's it was closed for a time, but yeah, great yeah. outdoor. Okay, here we go. Yes, on. great outdoor next to Marina. Okay. I had to burp. Yeah, because of these chips. psychotic yeah. chips. My my mouth doesn't feel great, and it's starting to affect my stomach. <laughs> okay. Glad we're taking the pod. Keep so, going. We got to wrap. What remembered, what reminded me of this was looking at that disgusting hot dog stuff is my son ordered raw clams, and I love clam oh. chowder. I like baked clams. Have you ever seen a raw clam? No. My son ate, like, three, and I was like, let me try one. I don't even like talking about it right now. Did he throw up? No, because he's a psycho. But I'm a normal human. I started chewing on it. It's like... Imagine someone cut off a large earlobe and then like soaked it in brine for a while and then just put some extra gross sauce on top of it. This is disgusting. Great, I, great way to finish the pod. Yeah. I like, really landed this vo- plane. Like so much vomiting going about to happen or something. <laughs> on that note, thank you to Mike Wargon for another yep. great episode of Shout Food to Hot News. Ones. We got to mention they gave us a ones. light too. We have, we have our first sort of set design here yeah. on, uh, on Food News. Check out their Ringer's Instagram. I think you'll be able to see this taste test. My mouth is um, still uncomfortable, but getting better in case anyone was worried. Jacoby, we don't know if he's going to make it through the rest of the day because he's had smell these... it. Just smell the, the hot one. Okay, just I'm going to smell it. it. Just smell it. I'm going to smell it. It's in a really small container. There's a reason. Oh, my God. No, that's too strong. (laughs) That, That makes me just very nervous. All right, everybody. Have a wonderful week. Stay safe. This episode is brought to you by State Farm. You might say all kinds of stuff when things go wrong, but these are the words you really need to remember. Like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. They've got options to fit your unique insurance needs, meaning you can talk to your agent to choose the coverage you need, have coverage options to protect the things you value most, file a claim right on the State Farm mobile app, and even reach a real person when you need to talk to someone. Like a good neighbor, State Farm is there.